This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. I decree and God agrees. I am a soul winner. I am a contagious Christian. I positively influence and encourage everyone around me. I am a disciple maker. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church fulfills a calling for this season. God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church has all the resources to meet the community's need. We receive God's favor and man's favor. We have compassionate care for the needy. Constant prayer is our lifestyle. We bear much fruit. We are givers. We heartily worship God with our possessions. Christ's redemptive purpose is accomplished in Sadek. We see a thousand churches established in our lifetime. Sadek, the Lord God is your God. You belong to God. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you that even as we study your word tonight, that you minister to us by your spirit. We thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy upon our lives. We thank you, Father, that God, even as we minister unto you, you minister back unto us. Lord, that tonight you will touch our lives. I thank you that faith will rise up in every heart, that fear, doubt, and confusion will go, even as we receive your word tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Turn to somebody, tell them, I am the highly favored of the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, tonight, I am starting a brand new series. Hallelujah. Giving up is never an option. Hallelujah. Giving up is never an option. So today we are doing part one, yeah, and it's going to excite you this, and I believe that God is going to minister unto you, uh, uh, even as we do this way. Now, we realize that there are successful people in life, and there are people who are gifted in life, yeah, but you realize that People that are successful are not necessarily gifted. It's a shock, I know. Yeah. That who would be thinking that, wow, if I am gifted, then I will be successful. But when you look in life that it's not necessarily people that are gifted that becomes successful in whatever way. Realize that, that there is one thing that makes people being successful in life. Yeah. And that thing is never give up. Hallelujah. You know, it's to have the tenacity to hold on in what you believe. 
Even when it gets tough, you hold on. So as children of God, the Bible says that he who, uh, who does to the end, who holds to the end, will be saved. How many people have responded to the altar call? But how many people have fallen by the wayside along the way? Was it God's will that they would fall away? No. Yeah, but, and those that will make it to heaven are those that will hold on until the end. It is those that say that I believe in this uh, and it does not matter what, I will never change my mind. You know, I believe that this works. I believe that this will work. I believe that uh, this is, is the word of God. It will work. And they hold on and because they hold on, they will make it to the finishing line. Now, I want us to look at uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 9, verse 11, it says, Again, I saw that under the sun, the race is not for the swift. Eh? The race is not for the swift. In other words, those who win the race are not really the fastest. The race is not for the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, no favor to those with knowledge, but time and chance happen to them all. So what is the Bible saying here? The Bible is saying that opportunity for you to be successful happens to you all. It does not only come to those that are swift or those that are strong or those that are intelligent, or those that are wise, it comes to everybody. And because it comes to everybody, it is those that would take it and hold on to it that they will win the race, that they will win the fight, that they will be provided, they will get bread, that all will come through because of holding on. So, when Christians fail in life, it's not because God has failed. Or it's not because the word has stopped working. But it's because Christians have given up on the word of God. They have given up on their faith. You know, and saying that this does not work anymore. I've been a Christian for two years. I haven't seen change. 
Therefore, this does not work. But with that, you see, with that attitude, you'll realize that it's not only in the Christian life that you'll fail, but in every area of your life. People that are not constant, people that do not hold on to what they believe, and uh, do what it's necessary, uh, that they will do this for two weeks, then they say, oh, there is something else. Let me do it. They change it. You know, a rolling stone gets us no more. Uh, that if you keep on changing, you will never see progress in your life. Are you with me? Yeah. You see, you, I mean, if you have an idea from God every two weeks, then something is not right. Eh? Every two weeks when you've got a new idea, you know, you're coming up with this. Every two weeks, then something is not right somewhere. Now, is God giving you a, a, a... you know, an idea that only lasts for two weeks, that every two, week, two weeks you have to have a booster shot of, you know, idea. Is God doing like the vaccines that we have, you know, the people have to renew every, now they say three, three months, every three months booster shot. Is God like that? No. God, when he gives you an idea, it's an idea that he knows that you will, you will make it through that idea. It does not expire. It does not give you an, an idea that expires or loses power every six months. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And so, uh, we need to understand that when God gives you an idea, God anoints you on something that you need to stick to it. You see, when God called us to be here, it was not easy. When we came up here to Polokwane to start a church, it was not easy. We had challenges. We had serious challenges. I always say this, that If I did not know and I was not convinced, I was not fully convinced in my heart that God has called us to be here, we would have turned back the first year because of challenges that we had. We would have closed church and said, this does not work, let's go back. But because I knew that God has called us here, we held on to what we believe. We held on to the word of God. We held on confessing the word. Even when it looked like it's not working out. People were calling us church of, you know, Bariki Jem Eli. You know, you remember Jem Eli, the youth program on TV. So people will say we are Jem Eli. You know, because we are just young people. You know, and with our speakers, speaker sound system, it was not popular by then. So I say, 
you know, they are just dancing. That's all that they do is dancing. It's just a, 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 a church of young people dancing. And then when, when now, because we held on to what we believe, things started to happen, they say, we are selling drugs. That's where we are getting money from. Hey. Yeah. And then, you know, later on, they said, said ah, you know, we are connected to many white people. They are giving us money. Yeah, and uh, it was not of any other of those reasons, we were just sticking to the word of God, doing the word of God, confessing the word of God. Even when it was difficult, we held on to the word of God. Yeah. And we have proven that the word works all the time. The word works all the time. Amen. And so, but if we came here two years, it was difficult, we we'll say, maybe uh, we were supposed to go to Guyana. You know, that God said the north, so we thought that the north is here, but the north is further. Let's go relocate to Guyana. Where would we be today? If we would still be existing, because we would be out of the will of God. Yeah. But because we knew that God has called us to be here. Yeah. And it's only now that we're expanding to all these areas, you know, but we have our feet settled on where God has called us. Yeah. So, uh, we establish ourselves, and then from being established, we can now expand. But if we were not established, we would not be able to expand to everywhere. People, uh, even if the resident pastors have the call of God, it would be difficult for them to do what they are doing today. Because we missed what God has said. And so, uh, we need to realize one thing that you know, for a person to be successful, you must do the principles, you must do the things, and you stick to them. Consistent. You, know, you must be consistent uh, that this is what God says, and this is what I will do. Yeah, and it does not matter. Anything does not matter. I don't walk by sight. I walk by faith. You know, and you just do the principles. You just do the principles. You just do the principle. I'm telling you that the principle will always carry you through. Do you think if God... Uh, was always changing his mind and say, hey, you know, the sun has always been coming out on the east. It's boring. Let me change this time. Let it come from the north. Hey, the earth will sweep like this and we will all fly off. You know, why? Because the earth would have come out of its own uh, orbit. 
and uh, that would be the end of us. But we are alive because God is consistent. He said that the sun shall rise on the east. The sun has been rising on the seas for six billion years. Or for whatever years. You know, that the sun has always been there. So, in life, you see, this is the principle that will help you, church. In life, you need to determine uh, that what is it? What are the principles that I need to apply? And you just stick to that principle, to those principles. Uh, this week, one pastor came to see me from, see us with Pastor Luisa from Gauteng. Uh, and, you know, so wanted some, you know, counsel and so forth. So we're sitting down. And in my counseling, I was saying that, you know what? Take, never cut yourself. Apostle Theo, it's your father. Never cut yourself from, from that. It does not matter what. And I was giving him counsel and so forth. And he says to me afterward, he said that I was not even a pastor, whatever, many years back. And then I came to you. Uh, probably that's when we were still in Christendom. Said, I came to you and I asked you a question. I said, How can I be successful? And then you said to me, Take the teachings of Apostle Theo, listen to them. You will be successful. He said, That's the advice you gave me. And then he says to me, Today, you are still giving me the same advice. <laughs> forgotten what I told him. Yeah, because it's more than uh, maybe 20 years. I had forgotten what I told him there. Yeah. But you know, why am I I was surprised when he told me that. You know, and why, why am I doing that? Why is that? It's because I know that, you know, you just stick to the weight. You just do the weight. Don't be fly by night. Today you get this revelation. There is this prophet. You're following this prophet. You know, you're calling rain from heaven. You know, tomorrow you are turning stones into bread. You know, and then the following day you are uh, doing what? You're changing water into wine. You know, and then you're always uh, moving. For, I mean, telling you that you will never be stable. Apostle Theo says that any person who does not stick to the word of God, that person is never stable in life. And so, uh, my advice to all of us is that we should take the word, we should apply the word, it does not matter what situation it may be. You take the weight, you apply the weight. You stick to the weight. Look here. It's not the euphoria or the, you know, uh, you know, it's not the, the, what's the right word that I'm looking for? It's not 
Eh? Kore, the, 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 eh, it's right here. You know, it's just about to land this way. Eh? Yeah. It, 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 it is not, you know, being active and then, you know, uh, and, and, and uh, seeing or, or rather, the gimmicks, yes, it's not the gimmicks that will get you there. But it is the solidness of the word of God. It's just being stable on the weight. The word will take you. We don't walk by sight. By, you know, today I see, I feel this. Today, I, uh, the, tomorrow I feel this. That will keep you. It's just by being solid on the weight. Remember, chances happen to all. Time and chances happens to all. They happen. Both of them happen to, to all, to everyone. So, if you are to be successful, you need to learn that I need to stick to the way. Yeah. I need to take the way. I need to apply the word in my life. I need to speak. I need to confess the word of God. You know, I need to just stick to the word of God. It does not matter what. I will never give up on the word of God. Do you think that every morning when I wake up, I feel excited and that all is well? No, there are times I wake up and I feel like I need to go back to bed. You know, looking at the challenge that I'm facing. Yeah, but it does not change anything. I know that I am more than a conqueror through Christ. I hold on. I subscribe to that and then I hold on to it. And by the evening, when I go back to, to bed, I realize that God has fought my battle. God has fought my battle. And so... Never give up. Giving up, it's not an option. It should never be an option. And it, it will never be an option. Hold on to the word of God. The word will hold you up. Let's go to Luke chapter 18. And... Uh, Verse 1. We'll read from verse 1. Luke chapter 18. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus is telling the story right here. He says, And Jesus told his disciples a parable. To the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. So what was the purpose of the parable? That they should always pray and not lose heart. Now what is to lose heart? It's to give up. It is not coming soon. You know, it's just like... Uh, Abram and Sarah, they gave up. God gave them a promise of a son. They said, he's not coming. 
let us have an option. Yeah. Let us help ourselves. You know, here is Haga. Haga will come in handy. God does not uh, give by. Yeah, Mudimu Africa let's all. Leka lotu warach. Yeah. And that created Ishmael. And that created a problem that we're still having it today. And so, so they gave up on the promise of God. And which is the problem? And until God had to come in and say that when he came, when Isaac was born, God said that, take your son, your only son. So in other words, the other one I don't recognize. Because he's a son, it's an option. An option I don't recognize. Yeah, it says, take your son, your only son, and take him as an, a sacrifice. Go and sacrifice him. And so God had to come and help Abraham that this is how we do things. And so... You know, it, it, it really, uh, I really feel sad to see Christians giving up on the word of God, giving up on prayer, giving up and start having their own, helping themselves, having options to help themselves. It's really sad. It's really sad to see Christians never holding on to the word of God. And look here, the word will always work all the time. It's really sad to see people falling by the wayside. Yeah, some of them, lockdown has come in handy. You know, it has given them reason why they should stay. They say, oh, I will watch online. And they are not watching online. Even if maybe they are there, you know, their phone is there. But they are doing their own things. And out in, in the kitchen, you know, and opening the fridge. Ever since the service started, how many times they've opened the fridge by now? And you ask them, what am I? They don't even know the topic that I am preaching. But they are saying they are watching online. Now and then they come and, and, and type, amen, you know, and go back. Uh, do you think that I don't know? I know these things. Yeah. Yeah. I come and uh, type there, preach it. But they are not in the service at all. The phone is running alone there, you know, and they are busy with their own things there. Because the word has never been a priority at all. The thing that is supposed to be helping them, they are neglecting it as I speak right now. Yeah. And they will give you all sorts of reasons, excuses. It's not reasons, it's just excuses. But the bottom line is they have given up 
on the word of God. And so Jesus tells us this parable to show that people ought not to give up. They should they always have to pray and never lose heart. So people that build big empires, whether it's in business or uh, whatever it is, are people that hold on even when it's tough. They never give up. They are successful because they hold on. Successful marriages are successful because people held on. There are opportunities to check out of marriage. Yeah, you wake up in the morning and say, Mary, what was I thinking to get married to this person? There are thoughts like those. Don't look at me as if you, you know, I don't know. Or when are you, I know, I know what you're going through. Yeah. But your marriage becomes successful because you say that I will hold on. This is the one that I chose. And this is the one that I will stick to. This is the one that I will love. You know, even if I don't feel like loving it, but I will love her by faith until my feelings join my faith and I feel loving her or loving him. Yeah. Yeah. You don't check out. Yeah. I mean, in the morning you wake up, she did not prepare toothpaste for you on the, and now you check out. I said, what kind of a woman are you? I'm checking out. I'm filing a divorce. And they ask you by the lawyers, why are you divorcing? He no longer prepares toothpaste for me. Eh? Yeah. I'm telling you, many marriages that have failed, have failed because people fail to hold on. Yeah. So, if you don't have the spirit and the attitude of holding on, it is not, no, it's, it is not, hear me and hear me well, it is not only in one area that you will be failing. But that spirit will manifest in all other areas in your life. It will just manifest everywhere in your life. That's why you should, you should just, when that spirit manifests, you kick it with both hands. That I will, I will never give up. I will hold on to this. It will have, it has to work. You hold on to it. And you see that, you know, that tenacity will be there in every area of your life. Amen? Yeah. And so, as children of God, we need to be people that are consistent, that are holding on to what we believe, and just sustain be sustained in it. Just hold on to it. Know that this will work. This will work. This will work. 
And so Jesus told this parable to show that they ought always, always, everybody say always. Always. What does always mean? Always, right? Why? Because that's what always mean. You know, all the time. They should always pray and not lose hearts. He gave them this parable. Now, verse 2. You know, I, I, I look at people. Today they are ashes. Tomorrow they are nowhere. They have given up. Yeah, you know that, hey, there were great ashes active everywhere. You know, rushing everywhere. The first two months. After that, Yololo. You search for them, they are nowhere. They have given up. It's a bad spirit. They're in prison, they're praising God. They're excited. You know, for the, the next, as long as we're online, everybody see me. They're excited. You know, the moment we say, no, you're no longer online, they are nowhere. It's a bad spirit. They are holding cameras going everywhere, you know, and they're doing, you know, things. And I don't know what comes up. And all of a sudden, they are no longer there. Look at what works. Hold on to it. Don't change it. If it's not broken, why fix it? Eh? Why fix it if it's not broken? If it's working, it's fine, it's working. Are you with me? Yeah. I mean, God has called me to preach the gospel. And I will hold on to it. Even when I pass retirement age, whatever age it is, I will still be preaching. I won't go on pension and say, I have now retired. I will be preaching. I love preaching. I enjoy preaching. I'll preach in season and out of season. Whether I feel like it and not, or not feel like, uh, feeling like it. Why? Because, you know, I need to hold on. The Bible says that, you, uh, 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 you know, you, 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 you hold on. You put your hands on the plow and never look back. Because when you look back, you know, things will change and things will go wrong. Yeah. So you stay focused that this is what I need to be doing and I will do it. Young people come to me and say, you know, God has called me to be a preacher. And then I tell them, get involved in ministry. Be an usher. Don't, don't rush to, uh, to the pulpit. Be an usher for three years. Yeah, we want to see consistent. If you can't be consistent in being an usher, forget about the pulpit. You're going to mess up things there. 
Because the devil of being an usher are much smaller than the devils that uh, mean, you know that you will be facing when you are a preacher. So if you have been proven that you can defeat the devils of being an usher, I'm telling you, when you come up here, there are bigger devils here. So when we don't give you a pulpit, it's because we love you. We are protecting you. We don't want to expose you to bigger devils. But we get you to be there in Asha or do something, work in the background, and be consistent. Be in the media team where nobody is coming to check you, but do what we are told to do. Don't say, ah, you know, nobody. I mean, next thing, you know, the words are now no longer following the song. You're not showing consistent. You're losing right at that level. Do you think that God will promote you? Uh, well, now, we are waiting for the words, and words are not coming. Because you are not focused. You are not there. You are not, you know, uh, uh, you are not holding on and, and looking to what you are doing. You are looking back or you're looking sideways. And that's why you're writing the bank. Yeah. Things are not going well. And you know, if, you know, when that happens there, it will happen in every part of your life. Unfortunately. So you don't, need, you don't need a special anointing. You just need concentration and steadfastness. That's all that you need. You know, you, if you want to come to me and say, Pastor, pray for me for a special anointing, I will pray for consistent. I will pray that you be stable. I will pray that you stay focused. That's what you need. You know, I look at, uh, okay, sister, ma. Where is she? Please stand up. Wait. Please stand up. I'm telling you. She, you know, she's a blessing to me. She knows her ministry and she's staying focused on her ministry. I've never acknowledged her publicly. I've never, even private, I've never acknowledged her. For years, she has been staying focused on what God has called her to do. Yeah. It's a blessing. Yeah. She comes here to clean the toilets, even when nobody does it. We all come and find clean toilets. We don't know who has done it. And her steadfastness, has, has blessed her in her job. She was not working. She got a job, a good job, with a, all kinds of benefits. Uh, she, she raised her children in a godly way. You know, her son, who was playing the keyboard, went to Teshar, is it this year? You know, and the testimonies that I'm sharing about the son in Teshar are just a blessing because of consistency. Holding on to the weight, never, you know, changing or do 
doing anything. And I'm telling you that had she not held on, it would be manifesting in every area of her life. I'm giving you principles that will make you successful. I'm talking about physical, you know, and success that you will be able to see. Not success that we would hope is there. Repopulate. And yeah, Marmo, Mo, and I, you know, Remo, it's like Rakondona. When I teach Rakondona, my students, ah, yeah, Mo, maybe we'll class well a bit, you know. But we're talking about that everybody will see that this, there is progress in this person's life. Amen. And I can say that with a brother, Sister uh, Patricia, right there. I mean, she's blessed, she's doing well. Yeah, and I don't know, how many years have you been in us? She's ahead, I say. How many years? You forgot, there's so many years. Yeah. But faithful, I mean, I don't know if, if, if ever you have a Sunday. Yeah, I think the Sundays that you miss, that's when you was taking care of, is it mother or papa, you know, before? Yes, I think those are the Sundays that probably you missed in church. But besides that, you know, she's always been there faithfully. Faithfully, so committed. Don't think that I, I'm not seeing all these things. I won't see you. If today you are here, tomorrow you are not, I won't see you. But if you're consistent, my eyes are watching you and are noticing you. I might not say it. I might not tell you. But deep down in my heart, I am praying serious prayers for you. Because of your consistency. Yeah. But if you are fly by night, eh? fly by night, today you are here, tomorrow you know you're somewhere else. Yeah. You are at God's tabernacle today. You know, tomorrow you had tabernacle of God in Jesus. You know? <laughs> and then the following day you are say the Trinity tabernacle. Hey, you are everywhere. As well as there is tabernacle. No consistency at all. Do you think that you will, you will be successful? No. Not at all. So, people that are successful, and this is what Jesus was emphasizing to his disciples, that you know what? I desire that you would pray and never give up. So in other words, prayers that are answered are prayers that are sustained. Sustained prayers. So he says in verse 2, that in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected any person. So this judge never feared God. He didn't care about any person. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him saying, Give me justice against my adversary. 
For a while he refused, the judge refused. But afterwards he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And, his, and the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect, to his children, who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. And Jesus said this, Nevertheless, <coughs> when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Jesus is asking himself a question. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Will he still find people believing in God? Because people, you know, one, two, three months, they are tithing, faithful. The fourth month, it's a different story. You wonder why? What happened? Do you think that God will bless such irregular people? No, God will bless people. It's the consistence that will get us going. Consistency. You know, that will get us going. That will make that will make us successful. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so we need to be people that hold on to the word of God. You know, and never give up. Never give up. So he says, Jesus says, Will I still find faith? Will I find people who still believe in me when I come? Will I find people who still believe in my word when I come? So we need to be people who believe in the word of God. You know, what the word says, we take it, we do it, and we are blessed by it, we hold on to it until the end. The word will work. It will work. And it will work all the time. Amen? Yeah. And so, when we tell ourselves that this is what God has called us to do, this is what we need to be doing, we need to hold on to that and do it with all of our hearts. Yeah. And now, uh, there is this <coughs> uh, COVID-19 results that have been spread everywhere uh, that everyone comes out positive. Uh, this, you go and test. I was wondering whether if I can take that thing and wrap it on the ground, take it there, um, it's like it will come back positive. <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. But now, here is the thing, is that <laughs> it does not matter what variant is there. It does not matter what sickness is there. One thing that remains is that the word will work all the time. So even when they announce a new variant, it should not scare you. Because Jesus has paid the same price for it. 
same price. His blood has been shed for that one. And so, uh, when you get, <coughs> don't be scared because Jesus died for that. <coughs> Already he's been sorted out at the cross. So all that you need to do is just to take the word, speak the word, declare the word that Jesus, by Jesus' stripes, I am here, you know, and I hold on to the word of God. Let me tell you that uh, that Omicron, that <coughs> will never, ever stand against the word of God. Will never, ever stand against the word of God. And so, giving up is never an option. So when, when you, when you give, when you, you hold on to the word of God, hold on to the word of God, confess the word, declare the word. We have scriptures, right, uh, that we have given you on different things that we confess on Friday. You know, hold on to those scriptures. It will take you up. Never give up on them. Giving up, it should never be an option. Hold on to those scriptures and the Lord will bless you. Amen. Pastor Louisa. Praise God. Thank you so much, Brut. Greetings, family. Um, you know, as, as, as Marut was preaching, this is what comes to my mind or what I thought of. You see, the word of God, it's, it's unparalleled to any, any other thing. Yeah? If it's the word of God, then it's just the word of God alone. We can't take the word of God and segment and put maybe the word or the newspaper or the Quran. And, you know, it's just the word. It, it must remain the word. It must remain as a standard. Now, if you, if you grew up like me, Having grown up in a village where there was only one school, huh? it does not matter what happens in that school, whether by Roberta, by Zanghawia, Hayo, or Buleza. The following day, how choice, you're going back to the same school. So that would train perseverance or long suffering as, as one of the fruit of the Spirit. So it's unlike, you see, the, the more we have choices, the more we think we have alternatives for the word of God. Because now we can, if I don't want to go to, to what are the schools here? From the primary, you see, sometimes it's as parents who are condoning that. Hangwana Atlar, you know, teacher so-and-so has done this to me, then say, okay, tomorrow we'll transfer. One year, come as you and then, na memwa ying ying anga then ramutosaru. We are busy training to say this is how your life will be. Every time you meet a challenge, then we can change. So it's training the child in in many many different areas, and so when it comes for for him for her to marry, it's like. It's a choice. Today I can take this one. If I'm not happy with this one, I have, you know. So before you marry, you are already on 
relationship number seven. Now, when we get into marriage, because it's a lifestyle, it's not going to change because now you are married. So there's no decision was, it's not made to say, I'm sticking to this. I'm going to make this work. It's like, because you are used to, we change the goal time and again, Miracle, change miracle time and again. Relationship, change relationship time and again. Divorce, marriage, you change you know. Churches, you have changed so many churches. So it's like your lifestyle becomes like this. You just become a rolling stone. So even as, as parents, as we raise up our children, let, let's teach our children to persevere, to have this long suffering, to say, if giving up is not an option to say this thing will work or even if it's difficult yeah, you know we find a solution for it you know because if you don't teach me it will be like you know it's lifestyle and it's in every area of our lives so because today we have so many choices of everything you can sit with your remote there and say you know not this channel not this channel not this channel eh? you can say okay standard bank FNB okay the interest rate, APSA. You know, we have so many choices, options. So, but it's not so with the weight of God. I want an option. You either take the weight or not. You can't take the weight and take other things or segment your life to say, you know, it's the weight. And that's why Jesus said, will I find faith? Because there are so many things. They do compete with the word of God. So let's uphold the word of God. Let it take preeminence in our lives. And let's give it that attention. And I believe our lives will be lives of consistency. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.